Good morning, comrades. You're listening to WHIVLP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade. Jeff and Robert here on the show. What's happening, Robert? Hey, man. I'm just doing my normal, uh, you know, acting like the world's not ending, uh, clocking in at work, sitting down at my desk. making. So you're lying to yourself is what you're doing. Having a good cry. Um, Mm -hmm. Check Google News. Uh, let's see, listen to whatever the State Department's saying, uh, listen to <laughs> whatever Bibi Netanyahu's saying, um, get my daily dose of uh, listening to uh, Abu Obeda after they do the... Um, Who's that? Uh, that is the de facto uh, pre- leader slash press secretary for, I almost said ISIS, for Hamas. Hamas. That... That uh, Israeli propaganda Dude, I'm on, getting to you, isn't it? <laughs> brother, I am on every list. There is no way. <laughs> like, the work computer has got to be, like, uh, smoking. Oh, man. Because it's like, I'm not, like, on, like, this isn't Secret Squirrel, like, uh, Darknet. I'm on, like, I've I've hacked into the Hamas mainframe. Like, I'm on ClearNet YouTube. Like, yeah. just watching, like, Hamas videos begging for an English translation. I'm like, did anybody go to got an English translation? And then, like, 30 minutes later, I'll get, like, a ping on my phone that's just, like, you, your comment has a reply. And it's just a guy who's translated the whole speech for me. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, because apparently, so they said today. Um, who's they? Abu Yeah, Hamas has said that they've taken, they've destroyed or disabled 136 um, uh, armored units of mm-hmm. the IDF, which I tend to believe you believe it i've been watching them videos they've been them call of duty and i'm call of duty behind fortnite (laughs) videos they've been putting out and they are wild Mm -hmm. it's just a dude literally like popping out of a hole like it's metal gear solid whack-a-mole at chuck e cheese Mm -hmm. hitting it with a tandem round from an rpg a tandem you know rpg round uh and then just dropping right back in his hole and he's gone are they, are they, is this like an attempt to go at the like is this like an attempt by like hamas propaganda to just like go for the gamers like brother they are i i mean i mean you know aid and comfort to a terrorist organization or whatever but like let's just face facts like <laughs> israel has amazing propaganda game i mean they can hit you so many ways they can hit mm-hmm. you with oh boy um, they can hit you with anti-Semitic. They can hit you with, we got a right to defend ourselves. They can hit you with, ooh, um, thirst trap IDF girl. Yeah, oh yeah. IDF girl, like, ooh, woo, they, we're going to yeah, bomb they, your they can hit you. So, but Hamas is, they have the propaganda game down. They have like mm. one, their videos are dank. Like, I ain't going to lie. Like, <laughs> but I mean, I'm being like, I'm being for real. Let's, let, I mean, let's just objectively be like, man, this guy is, they're going to come black bag him tonight. You're not denouncing Hamas enough. <laughs> I know I'm not, dema- but I'm just saying, let's zoom back. Like, let's, let's talk about them for a second as a terrorist organization. The uh-huh. things that they learned from like ISIS and they learned from Al Qaeda is, see, I'm a nerd for all this stuff. I read all this stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, like for the people who aren't complete freaks and don't read, uh, you know, or do don't read current event stuff 24 hours a day. Um, well, you know that ISIS and Hamas I mean, ISIS and um, Al Qaeda were always beefing, right? And oh, yeah. They, and then, like, yeah. I mean, like, ISIS split off from like Al Qaeda, right? Yeah, because Al Qaeda was like, chill, chill, daddy. Stop doing all the, 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 yeah, the, we're the trying bloody to be legitimate. videos. We're trying to clean it up here. 
Well, that was the thing because they 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 did you know Al Qaeda did the bloody you know videos that like all us two thousands kids. Yeah, man, we are screwed up from the stuff. Like, you think the internet's bad? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you think the internet's crazy now? Like, twenty years mm -hmm. ago, the internet was so much wilder. Dude, ISIS um, did, like kept the beheading videos coming too. Remember that was that? the thing. So they said, like, this isn't working. Like, we're not getting sympathy off of this. Stop being so violent. And ISIS was like, Nah, bro, we we're doing the we're cranking the violence up to eleven. And that would so, but Hamas, going back to what I'm saying, is they don't they don't do videos like that. They don't do bloody gory videos. They do stuff of just you know guys getting tank no, they, kills. They they're got talking, a video editor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got a video editor. You know, their main press guys out there saying like, look, we're trying to give these hostages away. Mm -hmm. Like Israel's not taking them, and that is a that is a hundred percent like fact. That's a true. That's fact. not even yeah. It's not like, even a lie. They're they're laying down terms. They're like, look. Uh, if you want peace, we're ready to we're ready to do peace. Here are our terms. We're like Israel's like we're gonna kill everybody. Yeah, we're gonna kill everybody. And I was just we were talking about this not recording. I was just watching um, two guys, two YouTubers who um, Ethan Klein and uh, Hassan Hassan Piker uh, talk about. You know, um, Ethan Ethan is a um, he is an American Jew. He's married to an Israeli. <laughs> Who he lived in, in Israel for a, for a time, if I'm not Yeah, mistaken. yeah, he did. And then Hassan, and his wife you don't... like like conscripted, like like when you were born. I think she was born in Israel, yeah. and if you yeah, were born yeah, in yeah. Israel, like you're forced as a part of your citizenship to be a part of IDF. And so, like people hold that against both her and Ethan all the time, which we is like a little messed up, you know? No, but, it is messed up. But they are really living the like weird. Um... Because, you know, Israel is an immoral, um, evil ethno state. Um, mm. And I'll say this, like, we should have a ticker on the bottom. Like, my, you know, my parents are Jewish. Um, yeah. Jews are cool and good. Yeah, um, we're not doing anti-Semitism. No, there. the Zionism is bad. Like, Zionism yeah. bad, Jews good and cool. Um, but... Uh, They're just like everybody else. It's like, yeah, come be on. <laughs> Because Israel is an ethno state. Uh, that's part of like birthright. Like, so the, 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 uwu like, um, thirst trap girls like serve a purpose. The whole, the whole purpose of birthright. Like it's really, it's really weird. To explain what birthright, birthright is for people. That so might not if you are a, um, if you're, if you, uh, were born a Jew, um, anywhere in the world and you, your mother's Jewish and that's how, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing here. Really. I'm just going off of like what my father uh tells me when i ask him questions like you are officially like an ethnic jew and there's all kinds of different you know like the the tribes all around or whatever but i'm just trying to be brief you get a free trip as a as a youngster to israel it's paid for by the government and so when you go there um what they do is they put all these young attractive idf uh guys who got conscripted to just like hang out with you for a week and exactly how Ethan and Ela, going back to people we're talking about, like how they met and fell in love is exactly what the state of Israel wants. It's like mm -hmm. this weird, like almost arranged marriage to keep the bloodline going thing. It's mm -hmm. very, it's very Nazi. -esque. That's pretty fascist. Yeah. It's so it's so Nazi. -esque. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. Um, but the and I've was... known that, um, that, uh, some people who were, who were Jewish, who like knew about birthright, knew it was like a straight propaganda mission, and their parents made them go, like guilted them into it, that kind of. Well, stuff. I've heard too that like, especially in the last maybe twenty years, that 
they know it's a propaganda mission, but they're like, I'm going to get my free trip. I'm I'm finna go party yeah, at Tel Aviv. Yeah, go on a trip. Why not? Lit. It's a vacation, Yeah, absolutely. Right? I don't blame them. Because it's lit. It's a free trip to Tel Aviv. And mm-hmm. um, they're just like, oh, yeah, Israel's crazy. They come back and they're like, oh, boy. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, But the point is, so they're laying down terms. Hamas is laying down terms, good, bad, or indifferent. Just, you know, pull yourself back from the situation. And Israel's like, we don't really have terms. We don't have an end game. No, we're well, just going to keep but killing people. Publicly, killing we don't have, yeah, to the Western world, I should say, we don't have, to America, we don't have an end game. We don't have a plan. To everybody else, here's our documents that say how we're doing genocide and ethnic mm-hmm. cleansing and how exactly we're going to do it. And it's, it's not crazy. only that, like, like, you know, this is going to, I mean, to certain people, this might sound ridiculous, but like, it is literally a part of the Netanyahu regime's like strategy to hold power to like empower Hamas at least to Absolutely. the point where they could be a scary enough boogeyman that people are like, well, we don't like uh, Netanyahu, and it's refl- it's actually reflected in his his general polling, but he's able to win elections because he's like the person that's going to like protect them. He's a strong. Yeah. It's, it's remember when we were kids and we're told, well, you know, George Bush is president. We can't change horses in the middle of the stream. We're doing the war on terror. We weren't kids, bro. We was adults, but we were young adults. I was was 20 something in, in the Marines. I was definitely a kid. I'm 40, 40 now, like 20 years ago. I was a kid. All right. I might've been able to buy a beer, but I was doing kid things. Yeah. I just uh, not too long ago turned thirty nine, man. <laughs> and that forty staring at me. I know it rocks. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I have had hard conversations with like both my mother and my father. My mother's yeah. a, a Christian, and my dad's a Jew. And like, I'm like, well, sh- I guess I should just go, you know, convert to the light of Islam, so that way we can just round it out and have. The, you have yeah, the you can have all the whole all three uh all three yeah, of the Abrahamic religions of the book. Yeah, but it's it's very interesting to to listen to all three of them. Like, I mean, to both of them, and like, you know, and I think my mom's kind of like, well, it's the end of days, and uh, you know, what's going to be, what's going to be, and how I've how I've come that's to her. scary <laughs> yeah I've just been like well if that's true mom you're gonna be held to account so uh make good choices yeah and to my dad I've I've been like well dad if you care about the state of Israel um as being a Jewish state then you have to advocate for them to stop the ethno state because yeah any uh, the they are on a death spiral because they're backing themselves into a corner to where there's no good outcomes for them. And I think I said this on the show last week. I know I said this with our, with our friend Jenny and I was just like, there's no good outcome for them. The only, the state of Israel as we're, we're speaking right now is finished. Um, and what I mean by finished is they, it, it can't, it's not sustainable in its current state of like an, uh, racist apartheid ethno state, uh, that commits genocide. So if, to me, there's only a couple different scenarios that can play out. If they don't, um, if they pull back right now and say, you know what, whoopsie do, um, we, you know, we're gonna try to do a peace thing. Well, the Netanyahu's gone uh, immediately. Yeah, the his entire mandate goes away, yeah. and also so does Hamas's mandate go Absolutely. away. Absolutely, well. it, it leaves Hamas looking real dumb. They're just stuck there, sort of like you know, right. there, you know what, in their hands. So that's so it's like so to so our real like enemy of peace is netanyahu 
mm-hmm. like, if they and, and the United States, no question, they don't take a blood off their hands, right? Our hands. And if then they try to do some kind of a victory thing and be like, well, we we did it, we got them all. Well, obviously you didn't. So in five to ten years, this is going to happen again, and then we'll just keep doing the same cycle, and we'll probably have a civil war. That's in, the in most Israel. likely, um, yeah, civil scenario, war actually, Israel. I think. Like the status quo just worse yeah. is probably the most likely. And then the worst case scenario, I guess, is they just decide to try and go through with it and start World War Three. <laughs> well, here's the thing with that too. Like they're done, they're done that way. Let's say Israel gets what they want and they genocide every single Palestinian. There's no Palestinians are wiped from history and they're in the face of the earth. Yay, you got your big ethno state. And now you're surrounded by a country who by every country that you're surrounded by um, is going to be a entry point for two billion people who are not going to let that stand uh, throughout the world. And their governments out of fear of them getting overthrown is not going to hold them back. Yeah. So, well, it's not. Yeah, because as of right now, like the, the whole thing with um, even Lebanon, but like uh, Egypt and Saudi Arabia, especially like they're all they're all just like, you know, sucking on that on that Western juice. So, you know, they're not going to do anything unless their people make them. Right. And that's, <laughs> a, that's what they're afraid of. That's why, like, Hezbollah's got a lot. Hezbollah don't want none of this, but they yeah, got a lot. They got they got to launch off stuff to be like, yeah, we're doing it because if they're I mean, people were already mad at um Nasala, yeah, um, Nezrala, the, mm-hmm. the the Hezbollah guy, because he was just like, well, we're gonna keep our powder dry, and yeah. people people in the, in Lebanon were like, what? They were like, this. Uh-uh. I mean, what's and, I mean, like, what would what would be the outcome of that? Is that like Lebanon will get clobbered too? I mean, it sure, has to absolutely. Be I don't want that. I mean, yeah, I think then, they're, they're like, doing the, the right Houthis, thing. The Houthis, I know, have fired some rockets, but like they're still in the middle of a civil war for their own place with Saudi Arabia. It's mm-hmm. it's wild. Um, I mean, really, the only, the only, um, and I'm, you know, I'm not a fan of Iran, but like that's the only sort of like anybody that I can actually see being the ones that sort of like move the ball, and you know, I don't even see that happening in any kind of like immediate sense. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, for sure, it's it's a real, it's a real mess. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. Yeah, who really? It's 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 really all up to us, and I'm 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 very terrified that you know we're accelerating fascism here mm-hmm. because of this like it feels like we're getting closer to i was just having a conversation with my mom and i'm like mom I, i'm really worried because it feels like, like things are going to get bad like nazi germany mm-hmm. bad but we're the ones in nazi germany yeah we're the we're the bad guys we're yeah, the, are we're we the baddies definitely yes we're 100 percent the baddies i mean again like we live in a i mean uh, I, I was actually at there was a massive protest in dc uh, on um, last Saturday, uh, as of recording, uh, I can't remember the date. It was like the what? What was the date? Like the fifth or the God, fourth? Every day or something. Like um, but uh, l- last Saturday, as of recording, so a week ago, as uh, when this, this episode releases on on the radio, uh, there was a massive protest in D.C. to, uh, I mean, fight. To, the demand was a ceasefire. Uh, explicitly, but obviously, like that is just step one towards the larger goal of the liberation of the Palestine people from the river to the sea. That's not anything I expect to say either, by the way. Um, but uh, like it is like it was one of the most 
incredible sort of situation or the other incredible protest I'd ever been to. I went to the, I was at the Muslim ban protests in, in uh, 2017 in January in New York at the at JFK airport. I like um, took the A train all the way from uh, World Trade Center out there by myself. I didn't even know the, 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 the subways and I just kind of like followed the people with the signs. And that was one of the like hugest protests I'd ever seen. And this was probably twice that size if not more it was incredible like just seeing this many people descend on the heart of empire and it wasn't just um you know like leftists or whatever there was a bunch of normal you know joe schmo people there was a bunch of just like um there was a, there was a lot of um like aunties and like like actual people like wearing jobs and like people yeah. from um yeah exactly people who have like direct ties to either palestine directly or uh other other like or they're muslim or they have family from you know different parts of the sort of um you know the, from the region uh you know i saw guys with like turkey hats and uh lebanon and uh flags and all the stuff and it was really i mean and it was really a, a incredible a incredible display uh, seeing just these like hundreds of thousands of people uh, take to the streets and you know demand a ceasefire and just like the the, the also the incredible thing is just how uh, Empire can just stick its fingers in its ears and um, ignore the call of people like this and and even um, discipline um, legislators who take that same stance like Rashida Tlaib. Uh, censuring her for saying from the river to the sea uh, or whatever. It's so um, wild when you think about like the people who've been like, there's such a small list of people who've been cens uh, censured. And it's yeah. just like, they had, a, like, they had a guy from Congress, like literally introduced a bill that would revoke Palestinians passports. Like if wild. you're Palestinian, your passport's void. They had another guy who said in a speech on the floor in the house of representatives who literally is out there saying that the idea of a Palestinian civilian is the same yep. as a Nazi civilian. Yep. And yep. you're going to discipline uh, Rashida Tlaib, who is Palestinian by birth, who's, who has family in the region, friends in the region, um, and, and, and saying something that has been only recently determined by bad, like literally by like ADL propaganda. Well, they'll uh, always come at, yeah, because they'll propaganda. always come at whatever slogan or whatever, however. Yeah. Your, so they can't ever say anything. And, and the, what, what ends up happening is they censure her, but not the guy that's calling Palestinian civilians a Nazi or that wants to revoke uh, Palestinian Americans' passports. Like, are you serious? I mean, like, I mean, obviously, it, it's, it's when you think about it or when you like, when you, when you when you sort of intellectualize these sorts of things, it's not that shocking. But when you see them happen and you see this effect ratchet, and you see Democrats vote mm. like like I understand Republicans are gonna like just be like a block racist party, but like if Democrats are gonna like cut off their own people, I mean, again, it reminds me of when um, uh, um, uh, Elon Omar. Uh, back in uh, 2017, actually, um, she like said some stuff about um, the ADL. Actually, said it's all about uh, she said the something Benjamins. about it's all about the Benjamins, and yeah. then like people were saying that that's anti-Semitic. And the Democrats had just introduced this bill that was like a voting rights bill, and instead of or they had voted on it and like passed it in the House, and 
like right after they had done that, they just decided like, hey, let's not try and like push this forward. Let's actually like turn the rifle around and shoot ourselves in the face Absolutely. by going after Ilan Omar, who just like tweeted something, you know, <laughs> no, that, um, that like yeah. bad faith actor is saying is, 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 uh, is, is um, anti-Semitic, which is just like, I mean, this is Democrats are like, oh, no, we have to we have to not do anything, I guess, because um, our enemies are are, be, are all sad or pretending that we hurt them or whatever. We have to uh, we have to try and like try and make them feel better <laughs> instead of actually pushing for our agenda. Well, isn't that the American way, though? That's like how we deal with definitely the Democrat way. Everything. Um, But you know what? I like I want to and maybe we can expand on this um, with all the time we have left, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to steal your thunder, but like my, I've had an idea of, even though it's just like super, super bad. And I think that we're like, we, again, we're really, we're in Weimar Germany right now. I also am very hopeful and I also have a lot of optimism. And what I mean by that is I really, this is my true belief that things are going to be, uh, be really bad, but there's going to be hope. Or things are going to be really bad and there's going to be no hope. But I'm leaning towards that. But either way, things are going to be bad. Um, and what I mean by that is when I say, you know, I'm going to have hope, it, it really feels like all the, all the things that have happened to lead up to this point are all just, like, connected. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean it any kind of metaphysical thing. I mean that the way that... No, they're, know, they're a course of events connected. Like, they're, they yeah. are... We don't have health care. We don't have, you know, decent health care in this country. Um, but people are seeing now, like, how much we give $2 billion a year to Israel, and I, I can't have health care. They're starting to see the, um, what's, what's the word, intersectionality of, mm-hmm. of all these issues together. You know, and things like, yeah, people are really bummed out about Bernie. Uh, not calling for a ceasefire. People are bummed out about Bernie because he will not call for a ceasefire um, because he's essentially tailing the Biden administration because he thinks he has some kind of level of influence within that administration. You know, and I'm bummed out too, but then I think to myself, I go, man, I'm sure I'm glad he didn't didn't win. I'm sure I'm glad Mm -hmm. the, the DNC stole the race from him so he couldn't be president because I would hate to be like going up against our first socialist president and people being oh, like, man. well, we did the socialist thing, and the socialist thing is genocide. Like, yep. we always told you it was going to be. Yep. I, that would be a fight that we don't want to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are like, oh, my God, can you believe Joe Biden is doing this? And I'm like, well, here's the thing. If we have to go through this, thank God we're going through it with Joe Biden. Because yeah. if we were going through it with Trump, the the um, – the Democratic Party would be fundraising off of this. Yeah, they'd be like they ceasefire now. Vote in, vote for our candidate, so we can yeah. stop the. This, ma- this is what happens when you don't vote. Gaza. This is what happens when you don't vote blue, no matter who. Exactly. <laughs> but when you so, do vote blue, no matter who, the exact same policies happen. But um, if we yeah. didn't have the war in Ukraine, people could mm-hmm. be like, "Well, you know, it's it's not our business to say what's what, and you know, we they're our allies, so we gotta back them. But other than that, we're gonna stay out. We're not gonna tell them what to do. It's like, hey, my dude, like the war in Ukraine sucks, but it also we can look people in the eye and say, hey, uh, when all these white people got invaded, uh, and uh, you were like, oh my god, this is a this is a complete genocide. But now it's like all these brown people um, are like getting Being genocided. And you ain't got nothing to say, you know, and. The idea of like, oh my God, I can't believe you're talking like this. You're a terrorist sympathizer. 
Nobody was saying anything when uh, nobody called anybody in Ukraine a terrorist when uh, they were flying um, suicide drones into mm-hmm. Russia proper. Those words were never, never uttered. So what's the difference here? Oh, because because the State Department told you one is good and one is bad. Yeah. All right. No. So it's like all these like perfect storms have just like all lined up mm-hmm. to like if we have to go through this hell, we're in the best possible position to go through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Um, obviously, while you're going through it, it always it feels real bad. And like, you can't always see what's going to happen on the other side of it. But like, I do think assessing the situation uh, is at least good. I mean, obviously, um, I'd rather none of this stuff ever have to happen. And there would be no bombs anywhere in the world Absolutely. and Kumbaya yeah. and et cetera. We're all here. But, like, so let's. Mm-hmm. We're, we're dealing with we have to deal with the exactly. world that we have. We, we're we're, we're um, making history, but we can't make history on the terms that we we choose. Right. Um, so um, I guess like carving that path forward. And you know what? It, it's difficult and you can't always see where it's going to go. But you have you have to have hope in that in order to um, in, in order to in order to keep going, because if you don't have hope, then what are you going to ever fight for? You know, yeah. Um, and on the on the terror on a terrorism question, you know, I just didn't have the time to like ask all like three hundred thousand people that were out there whether or not they denounce uh, and reject Hamas. So uh, maybe they were, maybe they all loved Hamas. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's like, so... I was, like I was telling Jenny, who's just you know, obviously she's a Muslim woman, yeah, and she's just like she's a mess right now. Shout out to Jenny and on I, her. You know, Jenny. And I I told her I was like, you know what? I was like, I know this. I'm only half joking and this so take it as what it is but i'm i'm half serious too i was like take heart i'm like who's ever you guys is um pr guy is for islam i want to hire him for for my job because he the, the, they've got the best turnaround it's the most improved image in like the shortest mm-hmm. time you know from 9 11 to now mm-hmm. uh people are like yeah uh, Muslim people are actually uh, cool and fine. they're human beings, actually. Human yeah, beings, believe so, it or not, uh, maybe we shouldn't uh, just kill them all. I'm like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, you know, if we would have learned that lesson before we invaded Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, I was trying to figure out like, hey, why does this stuff keep happening? Mm-hmm. You know, the same questions that our State Department, you know, the same kind of lessons that our State Department guys, I'm sure, honestly, I mean are trying to inform the Israeli government, but they're in such a bloodlust that they don't, they they don't, they're like, yeah, you guys just screwed it up in Afghanistan and Iraq. We're going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to do this thing the right way. We're going to murder mm-hmm. these people the right way. Yeah. Ethically, the most ethical army in the world. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. That's trash. <laughs> it's really, yeah. Absolute trash. It's so funny. The idea the oh my God, dude, that, that thing, that that part of Israeli propaganda is incredible to me. Like the, uh, we're the like woke military that bombs civilians. It's just it's like, just, how do they even like? How do they even? I mean, like obviously, there's no, there's no like, like it's all optics. It's all like, like faff and you know, yeah. uh, smoke and mirrors and whatever. It's it's a replacement for politics. But like, I cannot Absolutely. think of an, an example that better than that of how naked that um that that kind of politics is uh, like beyond the 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 most you know the, the most ethical the most moral military in the world that is well, like currently like as we said 
you know, bombing, not only bombing Gaza where Hamas is, but also like expanding settlements and, and doing raids in the West Bank where Hamas is not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I think what doesn't get talked about and I really believe there's like an internal dialogue that people have and they just, you know, for civility's sake, don't let it out is that, yeah, they, they, we've always known that like the IDF propaganda is ridiculous. We've always known, especially evangelical Christians, like of, of how much they have disdain and yeah, Christian Zionists are horrible. Right. So how much they have disdain for, for everybody and how much of a racist ethno state um, Israel always has been, but there's this collective bargain, the silent agreement um, that we make with ourselves to be like, well, we know they're not great, but we rather have them fight them there than fight them over here. They, they're, yeah. they're keeping, they're like, they're our first line of, of, of wall to keep the barbarian hordes out. And also and I, they're a forward I, I, operating base for when we get aggressive and yeah, start attacking. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. So that is the technical like way to put exactly what I just said. I mean, prior to 9-11, um, Joe Biden, I, mean, I keep saying this over and over again, but he said that if Israel did not exist, and he's talking strategically, mm-hmm. if Israel, Israel did not exist, we would have to invent it. Well, that's, you know? that's kind of, I mean, that's exactly what I mean. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you sell, why wouldn't you sell out your values to have, a front a you know ringside it's not seat. it's not okay so 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 it's not selling out his values i think it's in perfect alignment with his values well i mean joe biden is a joe biden is a um american imperialist to his bones and his entire record in the senate um shows that reflects that you know what i mean well i don't mean joe biden in particular i mean yeah uh the the american values as they're portrayed to us are historical fiction are myth yeah. you know so well, the funny, the also the very funny thing about the um, the uh, most moral army in the world is we mentioned Christian Zionists and like these like you know chud conservatives who like complain about wokeness all the time, but they will just like defend to the death the wokest military on earth. <laughs> oh, they love it. They That's love so it. great. That, I love that part. Yeah, because they really do look at them. If you're not religious, they look at them as, oh, you know, again, these are the keepers of the wall, which are keeping mm-hmm. the, the hordes from, you know, blowing up my, you know, my, my local Poughkeepsie, oh. Illinois Walmart. And then if you have the religious freaks who are just like, yeah, uh, we really need all the Jews to, to, to make it on over to Israel so they can, so two thirds of them can die and Jesus can come back. Yeah. We can't so wait for the rapture. We can't wait for the, uh, we were getting and, and at the very least, if that doesn't happen, we're at least getting them out of here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which is like the most, that is super anti-Semitic. <laughs> it's so wild. It's so wild. And you know, and we have real world proof of this. You don't even have to look at like weirdo, weirdo Nazi freaks that you might, you know, encounter every day. Just think about, you know, Marjorie Taylor green, you know, uh, this is the Jewish space lasers lady who got censured for that. And, and and as soon as, you know, this new round of hostilities kicks off, she has the nerve to try to call somebody um, anti-Semitic. She doesn't care anything about the Jewish people. She cares about her own weird death cult, which is, you know, Christian fundamentalism. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I forgot about this Jewish space lasers. That Jewish is space lasers. That's incredible. Uh, we've got a pause for station ID. You listen to WHIVLP New Orleans 102.3. Uh, this is Good Morning Comrade, goodmorningcomrade.com. Uh, yeah. Um, Jeff and Robert here talking about uh, 
<laughs> Jewish space lasers and, uh, you know, Christian Zionists. And, um, you know, I, I watched the um, I watched part of the Republican debate last no well, as of recording last night. You watch that? Let me tell you something. Please do. Tell when me it came that. to the subject of um, when it came to the su- subject of Israel and you know Palestine, like they didn't even mention one that Palestine that Palestinians were being killed or that there were even human beings or that they existed in any meaningful way. It was laser focus on October seventh, sure, and it was just like. We must kill them all. Like literally everybody said, wipe them out, finish them, like all this stuff. Like literally just like, why haven't we done the genocide already? And, you know, like it's just it's just like shocking. Like you were shocked. I mean, again, I'm not I'm not shocked that these people would say that. But seeing somebody actually do it is genuinely like what is happening right now you know what i mean i guess I mean, like, I'm, I'm not, not surprised, surprised that they would do it but like just when somebody does it it's just like whoa you, you, <laughs> you realize what you just said and you meant that like it's just like it was very overwhelming to just like, i don't know i, I it, it's still that's still like it still rattles me every time i don't know why no, I just when I hear stuff like that, it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, it I didn't surprise me. It. Like I said, it didn't surprise. It just like when it happens, it's just like, damn. You know what I mean? But what that kind of rhetoric does, honestly, is it um it makes us less safe here in America because mm-hmm. now it makes Israel less. I mean, people in Israel less safe. It makes yeah, certainly Palestinians less safe. I, I mean, honestly, like I this is my kind of I I, I know you're having like a what you're saying is correct, but mm-hmm. I, what I've learned about myself and what I've learned through, you know, this current round of death and destruction is I'm not necessarily more patient with people. Mm-hmm. I just like form my, I try to form my arguments to what I think will affect them. And so for the average person, I don't even try to make like a, a moral argument about, Oh, well, you know, can you believe they're dehumanizing people? Well, of course they are. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I try to make an argument of like, hey, why are we allowing, you know, um, our colony, our client state to tell us what to do? Uh, I try to make like a more America first argument. And I try to, Mm -hmm. you know, be like, this is actively making us less safe. Like it's riling people up. We're involved with a genocidal rogue state now. And so... You know, I hope you like living on terror high alert because um, that's what we're going to be doing here for the for the time being, because these people aren't stupid. They know they're they're actually very smart, you know, shouldn't orientalize them um, as we often, so do, often do, like thinking yeah. they're dumb Arabs. No, they're they're watching the news and they <laughs> they have you ask anybody not not Palestinian, just ask any Arab. Or any 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 Arab who's just like, tell me about Israel. Any Muslim. <laughs> any Muslim. They they they'll tell you what happened in 1948, and they'll tell you they'll give you names, they'll give you addresses, like the whole bit. They know yeah. that obviously we're funding this war. They know if we pull our funding, Israel cannot survive. Not even on a war footing, they cannot survive as a state. So that aggression that Israel's putting onto other countries will boomerang on back to us. It mm. will. 
And so Americans are going to die. We're already being attacked. Like, did you see the the Turkish air, um, not Turkish, but the the air, um, the U- United States Air Force base that um, the Turkish police had to come out to stop it from getting overrun? Because no, were, I didn't like, see that. Yeah, people. This was like like the last week. People were like getting through the gate. Like the MPs were like, "Well, we're not going to fire on these people." They'd give it, and so the Turkish police had to come out and do like water cannons. Like this is just the beginning, man. Like we we have to think about our own our own safety here. And you're talking about a uh, a racist ethno state that's going down the tube. And I don't want my country to be pulled down with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I mean, also you don't want the ethno state to happen, and you don't want like again. Look- you're making you're yeah, making I know, the I'm correct making like a argument, full, a full but argument I, and the, yeah, I know. I, 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 my thing is, I want to equip people to make an argument to people who don't care about unaliving other people who don't look like them. Yeah, and I know that sounds sad. We should be able to just be like, "This is wrong," but mm-hmm. obviously, that's not enough for a lot of people. This is wrong. We have to. We have to uh, appeal to these people's base interest, base, you know, self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and all the other things. I don't know. I just like. <laughs> I guess I just know too much. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how to yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to like switch. It well, off. I'm kind of tired too, though, man. To be honest, like, I, I, I'm kind of tired. Like, we do we do a community radio show and podcast that goes out to the same people that you know uh, agree with our views. And it's just kind of like we're we're here in our own little bubble, and honestly, like I'm I'm tired of it. And what I mean by that is like, why I feel hopeful because this thing that we're talking about right now, this worldwide protest movement, this worldwide solidarity with this little strip of land, this once we win this, we need to do what the other side does is they plan for after the war that's what they're doing right now yeah. they're trying to figure out how they're going to slice up gaza how they're going to do that who's going to do this and do that we need to be as leftists we need to be thinking about when we get this victory when the uh palestine's palestinians are free from the river to the sea no matter how long it takes what what is the next systemic material problem that is affecting people worldwide that we're going to all go after what is the next thing? Because we can't lose momentum with this. I really feel like this is the tipping point of of the world. Where it's like I've never felt more like the emperor has no clothes mm-hmm. as far as governments, uh, leaders, policy. It has the illusion has been broken for so many people. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that like when this is when this we win this, we're not going back. We're not we're not going back. Well, we need to figure out what the resolution would even look like. And then, you know, like a resolution to this, at least in the immediate sense, is a ceasefire. And then, like, the broader sense, like, just a single state of Israel slash Palestine and just, like, equal rights for all of the people that live there. You know? Right. Like, that's pretty straightforward what, what needs to happen, I guess. But, like, I guess my question is, like, is that even a possibility? One, two, if it is, how do you get from here to there? And then, like, how do you from from that point, like, then how do you plan for the next thing? That makes sense. A- absolutely does. Like, if you mm-hmm. want to talk about that, and like, I don't know where we're at on time, but like, getting to the weeds on that, mm-hmm. it's just that um, 
I, I'm I'm not a one stater guy. If you mm-hmm. really want to like get into it, I don't think it matters. I'm not trying to be like we need to have a schism between one stater and two stater mm-hmm. people. That's stupid. But um, I'm not a two a one stater guy just because I really do believe that the state of Israel would never allow their ethnic state to be broken like that. Sure, but they um, also they, will never allow like any concession other than for them to have every part of uh, every part of um palestine from the river to the sea and what they mean is no palestinians see i disagree i disagree with that um Mm -hmm. i disagree with that completely because um okay so let's talk the whole reason israel is even able to exist is because they are our client state they are a baby we prop them up we take that away they're done not even militarily they're done they cannot sustain themselves as we do sanctions and take away our aid um, the whole reason we're in bed with Israel is so we can have a place to, to land fighter jets and, and right. store nuclear warheads. We can easily do that in Turkey. We can easily do that. Uh, hell, we could we, we could make peace. We're America. This is this is what I'm talking about when. This goes back to healthcare too. like all the stuff that we we always talk about when somebody tells me somebody will tell me how much. Uh, they love America, how much America is the greatest country on earth, how powerful and strong. And if you don't like America, get out. You better love it or leave it. But then I'll ask them, well, why don't we do this? And then they'll go to tell me how weak America is, how America yeah, can't right. do anything. Um, oh, you know, we can't do that. We can't do this. And I'm like, what are you talking? You just. So what I mean, what I'm saying by that is we can say, look, Israel, these are the things that that this is why we give you money. We can take that and we can make peace. We we can make peace with Lebanon if we wanted. We but if we wanted to, we can make peace with Lebanon and and be like, hey, all you guys in Hezbollah, you want to like still do your Hezbollah thing, but you're just going to be an an a, a militia for us. And they'd be like, there's a steady paycheck in it for you. They'd be like, sure. I mean, it wouldn't be that simple, but you understand no, what I'm saying? Like we well, have well, we my, have my the, that, we like, have the economic power and we have the military power to do whatever we want to do. This no, is no, totally. I, I, I agree with that. The, the only problem is that that would be a complete like 180 in terms of like what the policy has been since the inception of Israel. I mean, yeah, the idea of what the United States, uh, what? <laughs> I said, oh, oh yeah, you mean okay. like a revolution? You have a revolution first. <laughs> okay. So then this is like a later issue. But like, right. my, 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 I guess my point is that like, um, like, like, like when it comes to, this question when it comes to you know one state two state whatever it's not even that important like the like how we got into the current situation that we're even in is because the united states um would come in and they would say like okay we're gonna try and broker a deal between palestine and israel and here's the borders or whatever and then israel would always just like tell you know there would be a deal and like you know specifically arafat who um you know, was a, a, a leader, former revolutionary, put down his arms, became a diplomat, uh, quite corrupt. But but um, he he definitely, I think, wanted peace. Um, he would come, he would give away like border, like land concessions over and over again. And it would never be acceptable by Israel ever. Right. Right. <laughs> I guess and what I'm like, saying is over time, just gave away the entire position of of uh, any potential Palestinian state. You know what I mean? And maybe I am oversimplifying, but I, I absolutely believe this. I So why I say like, I'm not a, I'm not a one state person because mm-hmm. I believe that the state of Israel will, will, they would die 
as a they as a as a nation before they would allow Palestinians um civil rights. Equal rights. That's equal right. rights. They would they would die first. They'd rather die to do that. But I think in a That's situation the government, where, not necessarily the people. Yeah, absolutely. But I think in a situation where the government of Israel is told set down by the US and goes, okay, here's here here's the here's the deal. You can have half a sandwich, you can have you know, or you can have no sandwich. Those are your choices. Right. Those are your choices. If you pick no sandwich, we'll shake hands. I'll walk away and I'll leave you to your fate. But you can you can have half a sandwich right now with reparations. <laughs> you know? But like, yeah, so it's like, th those are your options. If we put it to them that way, and America has the power to put it to them that way, and it's... it's but no will. They have no political no will, will they to have do no that because like, they, 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 there's utility in uh israel destabilizing the region like it constantly does they don't I, I mean even if well, even if like um i mean neocons love it but like yeah. even and i would say like joe biden is like kind of like a neocon light um mm -hmm. if not a full blown neocon himself um but like 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 again what you what utility israel provides by um this complete mind complete like sacrosanctity of like everything israel does to the point where like not even a non-binding united states resolution i mean a united nations resolution gets gets rejected by the united states um seat on the un you know security council like you can't even do a non-binding like wag your finger get the un to wag your finger at israel like that's not even allowed <laughs> see and that's the thing because that's the thing that I'm like, is the US is like there has to be something else behind it. Obviously, I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. like a CIA spook would kill would have to tell me and then kill me uh afterwards because I don't this is the thing I generally don't understand. The only thing that makes sense to me is racism. It's like, what do, what does the US do with every other client state that's outlived its usefulness? They either they let change it fall the leader. or they take it down. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why is Israel so special? I don't understand. They because it provides they, it, because the the instability that it provides is a very strong foothold. If you have zero daylight between the uh, the uh, administration of the United States, the the president and and the the state itself, uh, um, then then you have a very solid foothold by which, like, you essentially are creating that like a law like gravity, right? You're making it so there is no alt. There is no. Um, like like every like like the united states has israel's back and that is a given forever and don't ever question it don't ever bother with it because that is a road that is not going to be going down or even entertained by the okay. united states I, you know, I you understand? that makes a lot of sense and i get mm -hmm. that 100 percent. my only thing is again if we're gangsters and we are kingmakers we can just make another king we can easily have this same deal with saudi arabia even you know, we don't care that Why they change kill horses when you're winning. Why change horses? But we're not though. Like this is this this keeps us less safe. This arrangement. Who cares because, about like, whether or not you're safe? I mean, it's not about that. I mean, it's about maintaining control in the region. Safety is just something, just a bloody shirt that you can but, wave when when you have somebody who gets you know when you have um what how many. How many Israeli civilians were taken uh, and killed on on October seventh? When those people are are kidnapped, 
And, and when they're killed, you can be like, okay, now we can just bomb the hell out of Palestinians in Gaza and just like rain hell sense. upon them. And the United States is going to have our back all the way up into it. They won't even say the word ceasefire. They won't even say the word ceasefire. If you, if you, if you even say the word ceasefire, we're going to say you're anti-Semitic and you're racist and you don't think Israel has the right to exist and all the things that they're all saying right now. That makes a lot of sense. Um, mm-hmm. My only, and this is more of a question than a pushback, is that then if that's the case, why can't, let's see if I can answer my own question in my head. Um, mm-hmm. If that's the case, why we don't have any juice really with any anybody right now? Like, okay, so is to me, Israel's a dog that, is yeah he's a big mean nasty attack dog that we feed but he bites everybody he has no mm-hmm. he has no home training so like at the end of the day if we're constantly having to be like hey stop biting people like what you we're not saying stop answer. bite people we're not saying oh, we're not right. saying that you're right you're right you're right <laughs> we're, we're right. just saying like oh um make sure you're following the rules while you bite those people or whatever look at me <laughs> now i'm coming at it from a moralistic angle no you're right like there's right. no like like the real politique of it all is like like Israel is the attack dog and they're they're just tearing up. Um they're they're creating instability in the region. Um mm-hmm. they are yes, they as stable as it possibly gets when it comes to a United States Israel relationship. So that's the most solid thing that there possibly is. Civilians are like a second we've seen this. I mean, like yeah. the Israeli government has bombed their own Absolutely. hostages in this entire thing so they don't care about yeah, civilians straight all. up not at all no you're you're right i can't oh i can't argue with that i i i get it the real politic mm-hmm. um it's just a terrible i just hate to see my country which you know don't tell it but i actually kind of enjoy it here I just hate this. I I I don't want to live in Nazi Germany. Bad leftist. Bad leftist. I know. Who likes I living in America like, or something? I'm kidding. Stop. I just I just don't want. How do we? Okay, so here's my question. Then again, mm-hmm. a real question, not rhetorical. How do we? Is there enough pressure that individuals that through protests, through boycotts, through just making life uncomfortable for decision makers here? that we can put on people to be like, this relationship is untenable. Like it's not worth having this relationship anymore. That's the only way we can ever possibly change it. Right. That combined with international, like, like obviously we have to, I mean, continue massive marches and massive demonstrations that have been taking place all over the country and particularly in New York, in DC. I've seen great ones in Philly. I've seen some ones in California, LA, San Francisco, um, all over the country, uh, that needs to keep up. That needs to be parlayed into uh, political power. Uh, we mm-hmm. need to get anti-Zionists elected that are going to increase. I mean, honestly, like we've seen actually uh, even growth from people who had previously shown somewhat Zionist proclivities. Specifically, I'm thinking of Jamal Bowman, who oh, there was a that. huge controversy, if people don't remember, of um of uh jamal bowman like taking money from um apac which is like the big israel lobby it's all about the benjamin baby uh as uh as uh ilan omar said and then got in trouble for 
but um, they're they're huge funders that go after anybody in Congress and anybody in government who isn't like extremely hawkish on the uh, or ex- extremely hawkish on like what Israel should and can do to Palestinians and and is an extreme like like extremely supportive of the Israel's like policies as a state and all these things um there needs to be a break on the influence of APAC in this country uh and there needs to be more I mean but 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 anyway that's just a kind of a long way around to say Bowman took APAC money um, but then, you know, then he was like denounced by many people in DSA. There was a big internal fight in DSA over Bowman with like a whole bunch of drama that I don't really want to get into here. Jamal Bowman's one of the few people in Congress that's called for a ceasefire, like explicitly. So like people can be moved, people can be changed, people can be shamed, people can be moved along. Um, and it's good to see that. And that should be like noted and 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 praised and supported and and there should be um there should be political rewards for that right Absolutely. um there also needs to just be generally more people who are going to be elected into i mean look i'm not necessarily saying that electoralism is going to be the solution of all of our problems but like we always say on this show it is a it is a front in this class war that cannot be left on um it cannot be left unguarded and it cannot be left unattended. And potentially there are, there will potentially, there can be opportunities to advance an agenda. I mean, we just went through, I mean, I'm not saying it's any leftists or communists or socialists or whatever that just got elected in um, Virginia where I live um, to, to the state, um, the state um, assembly or the state Senate, but they just took majorities in both on a very heavily pro union agenda. Uh, that uh, like like a lot of unions spent a lot of money to make this happen. And now the idea is to pursue this agenda and turn it into more future political wins. I mean, like that's not necessarily going to pan out. Um, well, it's not necessarily going to pan out as like automatic dubs or anything, but that's like the only, the only ways that we can move, move anything forward is by growing political power and, and, and at least using it to, um, well, one, advance the working class, working class agenda, and two, push against these horrible, like, imperial, like, policies that we're doing that, again, like you keep saying, and we keep saying together, that make not just Americans, but people all over the world less safe, you know? Uh, that's, 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 uh, that's the only possible solutions that I can, and it's not popular to say this, not at least not on the left, because, you know, a lot of times it's internal squabbling and fighting and, like, my this person is or is not significantly like um su- sufficiently like you know follow my particular secular doctrine or whatever the hell right. but like there needs to be there needs to be a broad-based econ- ecumenical left you know movement working class movement in this country that fights for uh working class working class um working class values unions workers rights um, anti-imperialism um, for all the reason we just said, and 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 that's that's a part of a whole political project that has every single um, every single option on the table and every what single I, yeah. weapon being utilized. I was gonna say Not to end it, weapons, is, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. I was gonna say to end it. Um, I I think everything you said there, we're closer to that than we were one month ago, and it sucks that a genocide is happening. Mm-hmm. 
but if it's if if you know like evil people say let no tragedy go uh to waste so if yeah, we're gonna yeah. have to if we're gonna have to try to stop a genocide let's drag all the other issues that we have across the finish line as well and keep pushing and never stop and and the wrong lesson to take away from this will be and this is what we can kind of close on the wrong lesson to take away from this is that we had these massive de demonstrations and it didn't like change all of american foreign policy on a drop of a hat or whatever no this is something that has to be sustained over a long period Absolutely. of time you need to play all four quarters you need to play all 17 games you need to play the whole season and that's how you win you don't just like you know have a couple protests and that's it you need to keep it going permanently you can't just you can't, you can't, it's it's, it's got to be a continuation it's got to be it's got to be continued and and the um uh, thing that i think uh could be the potential impediment towards this is the sort of uh you know the <laughs> uh, 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 the 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 tendency for people to switch off and and disengage and it's understandable because this stuff is not easy uh to do over a long period of time but it's it's never nobody ever said it was going to be easy and it's not going to be easy i'm telling you right now it's not exactly um <laughs> spoken like a true labor organizer glory to Sinn fein <laughs> and glory to sean fein um Sinn fein, sean fein sean fein in the membrane mm -hmm. <laughs> all right That's well thanks everybody for listening to good morning comrade uh, we didn't even talk about the UAW. We didn't even talk about I mean, SAG. We barely talked I about know, Virginia. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about next week, okay? Um, but we got to get out of here. Um, but thanks, Robert, for hopping on. Um, yeah, I'll be in town, actually, around Thanksgiving, so maybe we'll do some in-person shows. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to be at my parents. Um, all right, we'll see. Well, anyway, um, maybe we will, maybe we won't. But uh, everybody listening, see you next week. We love you. Oh, bye -bye. I'll be on Saturday too. I don't know. We're putting this on for next week. Yeah. I was this is Saturday. This is Saturday. Oh, this is going on Saturday? Yeah. Oh, so if you're listening to uh, WHIV, this is twice you're going to hear me this week. So there. Like you're, there aren't you go. lucky? Right. Who are you going to be at? What show are you going to be on? Um, Marta's show. Oh, Jenny, yeah. We love Jenny, Marta. Jenny's doing it. But um, she's like, oh, please come back. And I'm like, cool. oh, I'm like, you put some zeros behind that zero and we can yeah. make it happen. That's such a long trip to you for you to get to the station, you know? I know. That's why I get I get paid well for it. So. Yeah. yeah, we're very rich. All right, everybody. We love you. Bye bye. Right, bye. Live in the WHIV LP, New Orleans. Yeah. Um.